Hello, Catherine here. I wanted to let you guys know that we are putting together a really scrappy, I'm currently recording this in my closet, uh, mini season speaking with chefs about the COVID-19 crisis. So we're finding out how it's impacting their daily lives, what they're doing to try to help their staffs and their businesses and their families, um, and tricks and tips for staying sane, what they're doing at home, cooking, spending time with their families. Um, we want to know what they're up to uh, and how we can help. So we hope you enjoy the season and we look forward to a time when we're all hitting up the Boston restaurant scene again. Before I dig into this week's episode, I just wanted to remind you to keep your eyes on thefoodlens.com. Yes, sadly, our restaurants are still closed, um, but a lot of our local chefs are putting out some really great content and we're getting some of that up on our website. So we have uh, recipes from uh, Jeremy Sewell and Michael Scalfo, and we're always adding new content, uh, new takeout options. Um, so keep your eyes on the site. Today I'm going to be speaking with Mark Romano from Highland Kitchen, and this one feels really personal to me because it is really my neighborhood hang. It's a place where I would go get margaritas with my husband when we can escape from the kids. Uh, it's a place where I bring my kids for brunch, um, and it's such a big part of my neighborhood, and it's been really tough not having them around. And they just recently opened up for takeout, so I'm going to check in and see how they're doing um, and what's next. I wanted to hear about, you know, what's going on at Highland Kitchen. I live down the street. I'm a huge fan. Thank you. Um, I've written about you guys a couple times, and I, I always describe Highland as, like, the perfect pair of jeans. Like, it just always feels right. It's just oh, nice. <laughs> flattering and good. Um, and obviously, having all the restaurants closed is a huge hit, uh, but just – totally selfishly having you guys closed um, really hurt my heart. And I know that things are difficult, but I also know you just opened up for takeout. So I'd love for you to just tell us, you know, how you're doing, um, how takeout's going, how you're feeling. I mean, start wherever you'd like. Sure. Well, you know, obviously like us, like everybody else, you know, when it first was going down, you know, in uh, that second week of March, um, you know, we thought we were some days we were doing the right thing when, you know, before they gave the shutdown we, and then we stayed open and we thought it would be a good thing for the neighborhood to stay open. And then finally, you know, we were like, you know, this isn't the right thing to do. So even before they told us to shut down, we decided to shut down that weekend before the mandatory shutdown. Um, so it was kind of abrupt. You know, we didn't have any last hurrahs or anything. And it was kind of like we need to do this. And the staff was very, you know, thankful that we did. Um you know, at first we thought we needed to stay open for them to make money. Um, and then when we realized the situation, um, you know, uh, what was going to happen health-wise, we were, you know, we shut down right away. Um, so there wasn't like a, a big chance for goodbyes or like hang in there's or, you know, any really kind of word to get out to the customers. It was just like, you know, we were open Saturday night and then we made the call that Saturday. We're closed, you know. Um, so that was tough. Um, and, you know, it was tough for the staff. So, you know, we just right away, we just started getting all our staff in and, you know, with all our food and, you know, cooking it and uh, and giving just tons of stuff away to the staff um, that we could. A lot of the, you know, uh, uh, the people that work for us are from El Salvador. A lot of them were even like just afraid to come to the restaurant. So, a lot of the servers um, and bartenders uh, graciously, you know, donated their time and took food around to all our staff. 
Uh, right, because they'd have to get on the T. I'm sure a lot of them or buses and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So there was some of that. So that was a great, you know, teamwork uh, bonding moment um, in a tough situation. And, uh, you know, we just, we kind of, at, at Highland Kitchen, uh, we just did that Highland Fried, our other place in Cambridge. We stayed open for two days doing takeout. Um, and it was going pretty good. It was before all the guidelines came out. Um, but then we just, again, we thought the right thing to do was just to shut everything down. Um, so we did that over there as well and basically did the same thing with the staff. Um, and you know, it, it was, uh, it was pretty much a shock to everybody and, you know, no one really knew what to do. I immediately started calling food banks and I took a bunch of food over to some shelters for the uh, Somerville Homeless Coalition. Um, and, you know, right off the bat, you know, food wasn't the problem for people. It's, you know, it's, um, it was money. Right. So we wanted to make sure everybody was uh, collecting, you know, who could collect, uh, really pushed because, yep. you know, even the people, everybody who has a social security card was, some people are still afraid to collect. Um, so wow. we, we made sure we got, you know, mostly everybody, uh, you know, filed. Um, that was kind of the goal with uh, me and, and uh, Marcy, my wife, um, to make sure, you know, that they were covered, um, you know, while they were out of work. And, you know, thankfully everybody did um, at this, mostly everybody at this point. So um, we kind of concentrated on that. And then, um, you know, it was just, you know, for me, it was, you know, I work, I was working every day for like the last four or five months just because everybody was kind of short on labor. And, um, you know, you're, it's like, I guess it's like, when a NASCAR driver gets off the track and goes hops in his his Subaru and goes home, you know, it's and driving thirty five miles an hour. It was just like you go from like nonstop crazy Saturday nights, Sunday brunches to absolutely nothing. Um, you know, I mean the only the only good part about it for me was I got to see my kids. Um, so we kind of just hunkered down. Um and, uh, you know, we would go in the restaurant and check in on it here and there. But um, I got to be honest, it was just, it was, it's pretty, pretty depressing. I mean, it was, um, you know, I wasn't really feeling too optimistic about things. So, uh, um, you know, when you go into an empty restaurant. It's really, it's really jarring. I mean, yeah, I lived in Somerville for 13 years. I've been going to Highland, you know, forever. And I got into a takeout. And on the one hand, I was so excited, sure. you know, to begin. And also it was like, <gasps> kind of took my breath away to just, I think it was you, just you in the front All right. with the bags, looking a little bit like a deer in headlights <laughs> yourself. Um, yeah. You know, it, it was it was a little bit jarring. Um, and it's for people who are not as familiar with the restaurant, like it's you and Marcy, this is a family business. Um, right. I do want to hear a little bit about, you know, the, we also were able to talk to um, Pam the other day from Pam and Chris. Sure. Um, but I'd love to hear a little bit about, you know, what the family dynamic has been like and how you guys are navigating that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's obviously been a challenge, um, you know, keeping them on the, you know, kids kids need schedules, you know, they need uh, their routines. And, um, you know, right away it was kind of like, well, every, every night's like a Friday night, you know, at first. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you know, staying up late. Um, and then finally, you know, the, the public school system, um, we live in Brookline, you know, they started getting up to speed, um, with, uh, you know, the zoom classes and, uh, getting out materials for, you know, to keep the kids busy. So then we, you know, slowly got them on, uh, a schedule, um, having them do, you know, a certain amount of hours during the day, um, schoolwork before, uh, 
before the screen time starts. <laughs> <laughs> Same. It's like yes. roulette every day. I'm like, just no screen time till after nap. Like, I swear <laughs> to God, we're gonna do, we're gonna make it until nap. And some yeah. days we do, and some days we don't. Yeah. yeah, I think you know you just can't feel too guilty about it right now, um, because everybody's just trying to figure it all out. You know. Right. And and you guys have opened for takeout at least a Highland yeah. Kitchen. I don't know if you have have you at Highland Fried as well or just. Highland Kitchen for now. Yeah, this is Highland Kitchen right now. This was our first weekend, um, and we're you know still trying to f- figure out, work out some kinks, um, and then we're going to get Highland Fried going hopefully uh, uh, next week, May- maybe even by the end of the weekend. So we'll see. Okay. Well, by the time this comes out, then um, that will be happening. Yeah. And how? I mean, it's so uncertain right now. Nobody knows what's going to happen. But I'm curious how you're feeling and how you're kind of thinking about the restaurants moving forward. Yeah, well, you know, like the first weekend was great. The neighborhood was awesome, you know, like you, yourself. Every, I mean, it seems like everybody from the neighborhood came in the first couple nights. Um, really supportive. Um, you know, it's it's really touching to, you know, even though I can't recognize everybody with their mask on, I mean, it's it was just, you know, I recognize a lot of names on the tickets. Um, and um, that was really great. And, you know, we've had a couple of good days um, doing that. Um, you know, I just, uh, I think that, you know, moving forward, I know Baker came out today with another extension on the, uh, essential businesses. So, um, that's going to push everything back even, even more. So I think everybody now is, uh, you know, trying to figure it out, um, how to make some money because, you know, some rent's getting deferred, but at some point we're still going to have to pay it as of now. And, um, I think, uh, you know, people are trying to search for the right model to to get by, to pay some staff and, you know, to somehow pay rent and uh, and all the bills. Um, so for us, you know, the first the first weekend was promising. You know, we're kind of used to, you know, doing things ourselves. And, you know, I'm lucky that I can cook and, you know, and do some front of the house stuff and Marcy can do the front of the house stuff. Um, but I can only imagine if you don't know how to do any of that and you own a restaurant, it must be pretty tough. Um, so I think that one of the one of the unique things about this is every restaurant has a different story. Mm-hmm. Every restaurant has a different profile and a different situation. So, um, you know, other than like other, you know, uh, other businesses. Um, so um, for us, it went it went pretty good. And I think that we're just going to have to figure out this is going to be the future, even if it's, um, you know, half capacity. Does that just make you like your stomach turn? Like when you think about half capacity and I don't, I don't mean this to be depressing. I also just want to be like real about it. Like, how do you, how do you think about that? Like, is that doable? Is that, or maybe, you know, we look at it as it's a short term thing and it's just time you have to get through, but yeah, I mean, we're, you know, we're constantly thinking about that now. Um, obviously, um, you know, when you're in there and, you know, it's, it's been great to, to do some business and to see some friendly faces, but you also, you think about, you know, when you're crowded on a Saturday night or a Sunday brunch and, you know, for a place like us and other places where the, the liquor sales are and the bar sales are a big part of the business, um, it's not even the half capacity. It's more like, how are they going to handle the bar situation? And, and um, you know, for places that are bars that serve food, um, I think we're going to be the biggest challenge in all this. Um, you know, it's not like a, 
you know, a, a, a place that does a lot of takeout already or a pizza place or a sandwich shop, you know, it's, it's a, you know, we've always kind of straddled the line between a, a neighborhood bistro and a neighborhood roadhouse bar, you know, kind of thing at Highland Kitchen. So it's a big part of what we do. So I think that's our biggest concern at this moment is um, what are the bars going to do moving forward? Right. And have you heard anything from, you know, Mayor Caraccioni or Baker? Like, I'm assuming that we just don't have a lot of information right now. Yeah, we just don't have a lot of information about how they're, what the guidelines, um, you know, we have a little bit of kind of an idea of what they might ask uh, in the dining room, you know, whether it's, you know, servers wearing masks and, um, well, everybody working in the restaurant wearing masks and, you know, keeping tables a certain distance apart, um, whether that's, you know, uh, capacity or, you know, physically measured. And, um, you know, but at the bar, you know, what is the guidelines going to, what are the guidelines going to be at the bar? You know, that's kind of what um, we're all going to, you know, wonder about. Um, right. And, um, you know, I, and it's also going to affect being a bartender, uh, you know, uh, for a while. Right. Well, I am curious in the meantime, um, you know, you had said that you're seeing a lot more of your kids uh, and not at all to brush over what a difficult, challenging time this is. But I'm mm-hmm. I'm wondering if there have been, you know, any bright spots on the home front or just in general, even if it's been chaos, like what has that been like to have your hours of your life totally switched around? Yeah, I mean, it, 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 it's, it's, you're kind of torn, you know, you're, um, because, you know, you, you're kind of making up for all this lost time, um, you know, being with them. And then, you know, they kind of get used to you being around all the time, too, um, which is, you know, a good thing and a bad thing. <laughs> and then when sure. it's, you know, when it's time to get back to work, you know, it's, it's kind of tough. It's kind of tough on everybody, uh, again. Just because, you know, you get used to, you know, they get used to having dad be at home um, and then, you know, then you're off again. So, um, you know, it's, you know, it's kind of the ebb and flow. And, you know, they're all, they're sad about school too. Um, you know, you know, my son is in eighth grade, so he's, you know, that's a big kind of a milestone going, going to high school next year. Um, and, you know, they just miss their friends, you know, Um so, and it hasn't been the best weather, uh, you know, no. it hasn't been spring like yet. So, you know, it's still, you know, trying to get them some physical exercise has been a, a challenge as well. You know, me and my son, I've been trying to get into, I've been trying to get into prison shape myself, but you know, <laughs> how's that tough. going for you? I find myself just walking to the fridge into the bar, the home bar a lot more than the yoga <laughs> studio in my attic. Yeah. A lot of carbo, a <laughs> lot of carbohydrates, uh, a lot of carbohydrates going down. Absolutely. Well, are you guys cooking at home at all? Uh, yeah, yeah, we are. Um, you know, we're making the, when it first went down, we were, you know, cooking, uh, uh, a lot more. We were making pies with the kids and stuff. Um, you know, fun stuff like that. Um, and a little pie contest. He was making the best pie. So, um, we did that for a little while and yeah, we're, you know, every night, you know, working on stuff in the freezer and you know that kind of thing so nothing too nothing too exotic yeah no all right well since we talked about um or i talked about the home bar i miss your margaritas i actually make them and i don't know if people know that the recipe is online um we should actually share it on the food lens i in i think what is now a defunct blog you have your recipe up there 
Um, but you guys are also doing cocktail mixers to go. Can you talk about that? And can you please tell me that you're going to do even more? <laughs> because I love your drinks. Yes, we are. We're going to, um, we just, so yeah, we started this weekend and, um, and then we put the, the ginger syrup that I make, I make a spicy uh, ginger syrup with uh, scotch bonnets, uh, fresh ginger, um, you know, some spices. Um, and that's kind of the base for our ginger beer. And I believe that they, they should have put the recipe up for our, our Mark, Mark's Mark and Stormy, um, which is uh, that. You know, you need some bourbon. You could also make it with rum uh, as well. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, so uh, if you want just a, a traditional uh, dark and stormy. But it's a little, bit, a little, bit, a little spicier since we put uh, scotch bonnets in it. But, um, yeah, we're going to be putting the margarita up, uh, or some version of one of them, uh, um, next week, if not this Wait, week. Wait, so you're going to have yeah. them up on the, in the to-go, the mixers? Yeah, yep. Oh, so all this your... is the best news I've heard in weeks. Oh, nice. Truly. Yeah, so, yeah <laughs> thank you. Yeah, we're gonna um, we're gonna put those up. Where all you're gonna have to do is, you know, uh, add the tequila, shake it, boom, good to go. Oh, that's a beautiful thing. That's a PSA, everybody. You can get the <laughs> Highland Margarita, uh, oh. and also, so we had the jambalaya, which travels great. That was a that was a big hit. The Brussels sprouts. I was nervous. I got to be sure. honest. I was like, I don't know if these are gonna you travel. Make it, they yeah. were great. Oh, good, good, good. Awesome. They were totally awesome. My husband is hoping goat stew comes back, but that could be a hard sell for like your limited menu. I understand. Yeah, we're um, there might be some goat on there. Um, I'm, I'm thinking maybe some goat tacos coming up soon. Um, but eventually we're going to get to every everything, all the kind of the faves that people like uh, slowly. Oh, great. Surely, yeah. Because, uh, yeah, the mac and cheese and the collards were the two that I was like, I really, I really miss those. And also we've done the Highland Fried um, delivery and it tra- that also travels really well. So I'm yeah. curious if you're going to do fried chicken to go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're going to do, we're going to get the fried chicken and biscuits going first over at Highland Fried. Um, and then we'll um we'll squeeze in the barbecue we just have to figure out uh, with like limited staffing if um you know because some of the stuff that we smoke takes a long time so it might uh the barbecue might be trickling out um uh in the in in the week after the or a couple weeks after but we're going to definitely get the fried chicken uh, and all the sides going over there um yeah because it does travel well to go and it's good for the next day as well yeah absolutely and you know like we I say we know, we don't know. I mean, I used to work in restaurants. I don't anymore. But how, like, this is such a big ask. And we're like, oh, yay, takeout. But I know this is grueling in, like, every way for you guys. And we're just so grateful. And obviously, we hope that soon that we will be sitting at a packed bar and everyone's feeling safe and you guys are making money and everybody's having a good time. Um, Is there anything that we, you know, as listeners and restaurant lovers can do to support you? Um, I assume get takeout, like, yeah, what I mean, do you want us to do? Yeah, <laughs> uh, just getting the takeout. There's also uh, a couple little things going on. Um, Emma from Trina's Starlight Lounge, she put together uh, her and uh, uh, Ryan from Ryan Mary Design. They put together a T-shirt uh, kind of fundraiser for uh, back of the house people that maybe aren't uh, collecting. Um, and uh, that link is on our Instagram or Trina's Instagram. Um, it's called a homies, uh, homies t-shirt. So there's like five or six restaurants that, uh, are taking part of that. But yeah, just, you know, awesome. by supporting your, your neighborhood joint, you know, that's, um, that is, you know, more than we could ask for. I mean, it's, you know, it's, you know, cause a lot of people aren't working, you know, and it's, you know, everybody's kind of watching, uh, watching their wallets. So I understand the situation. I understand everybody's situation. So, um, we are very grateful to anybody who uh, purchases takeout from us. 
Awesome. And currently, is it how many days a week are you guys open? We are doing it uh, as of now, Tuesday through Sunday, uh, 3 to 8.30. Um, and we also, uh, this week, are going to start doing some um, uh, some stuff you can take home and use uh, the, the bolognese sauce, uh, oh, cool. chili, you know, some chicken stock, uh, some guacamole, um, just for like the next day or the day after as well. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much. Um, I'm sure I'll see you, you know, with us both wearing masks. We can nod to each other when I come in for that margarita mix, but I hope that we are in for a flat sat brunch really soon. Okay. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Hi guys, Catherine here. I hope you are staying safe and healthy and staying home as much as possible. Because we are all cooking at home a lot more, I also wanted to offer you 20% off your order at notjust.co. The Not Just Company is the company that I co-founded to help you cook better at home. And in addition to selling Not Just Pasta Sauce, we also have tons of recipes. And guys, we are always happy to help you make dinner. Just slide into our DMs and hit us up with any questions. Uh, That is literally what we're here for. So head to notjust.co and use promo code TFL20 at checkout for 20% off your order.